0: Hey, howdy, hello. Uh, it's Ed and Shuram. We're here for a little bonus episode of the MMA podcast. You can call it that. Um, it's just gonna stand on its own. But the topic of today's podcast is what is a meme fighter? M E M E. Meme. meme. <laughs> you have to know what a meme is first, I believe, for this conversation to make sense. Shram, do you have any working definition of, of meme?
1: Uh, I mean, the academic definition, I think it was like Richard Dawkins, and it's just an idea that propagates. Wow, you were ready really for that. It. Jesus. I Sorry, mean... I
0: interrupted you. Go again? <laughs> uh,
1: no, nah, it, it doesn't actually work in that situation, but that is the academic term. Uh, at this point, I'm meme fighter. Is Wait, just tell like me a what it was. Fighter. What was
0: the academic term?
1: It's pretty much just an idea that propagates, like a, a virus.
0: All right, it's not that. It's the way, it's that, way, virus. It's the way that memes are like... <laughs> jokes but you know yeah. the, obviously the joke is that it's something you can identify and there's like some sort of twist on it it's a parody of something that we can all identify with or you know basically that's what it is but so uh, if you go into the whole
1: etymology of the term it's actually pretty interesting
0: yeah but like it's gone down <laughs> however many layers of itself to the point where it's that's like true. it's it's funny thing that we yeah. can joke about um that we can all you know recognize and be like haha. large inside jokes yeah big inside jokes but in, within several niches from sports to combat sports to mma to people who talk about mma to people who are online talking about mma like it's it's not i mean it's still a lot of people but it's not anything broadly uh defined oh sorry toasty's crawling outside the door let's pause this oh, one yeah. second okay sorry i <coughs> i paused it then sure heard me consoling my dog the whole time because she was so <laughs> upset that We were separated. It was
1: great. I wish you guys were
0: here. (laughs) Anyway. um, Yeah, what I was basically saying is, you know, it's an inside joke, but among who? Among people who are online talking about MMA that can even recognize types of fighters, like, the people that pretty much exclusively watch UFC events because they come on TV, you might call them casual fans, they have no concept of a meme fighter, because that's who (laughs) they like. Um, Basically, like, either super famous or guy that did that thing. Um, I I think meme fighter is a lot less common than meme finish, right? For
1: sure.
0: Yeah. M- meme event in a fight. Like that's I would the argue stuff that, that, that meme viral.
1: events cause meme fighters.
0: Yes. Yes. Meme fighters are are people that have a penchant for aiming for or succeeding in creating meme finishes. Um, that's the that's the very literal definition we're working for, I guess, but we're going to break down what kind of fighter that is that that, that does that. <laughs> um but yeah, it's a, uh, it's something that when when we see it discussed on MMA Twitter, it's usually like a, a good thing I guess, or some people have mixed feelings on it. I I personally feel like it's a bad thing, and when I call a fighter a meme fighter, I'm it's derogatory. How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, I'm engaging in a slur when I call someone a meme fighter. Yeah,
0: we're 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 cursing their name like, oh that guy's just a meme fighter. Um, <laughs> but we're always mad about it because it means he beat someone or she beat someone who is better than them in kind of a fluky gimmicky way. And they do it to a couple of fighters probably, uh, who they should have lost to otherwise. Like they're losing in every other way, but then they hit a rolling thunder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and they managed to do that twice. Um, typically these fighters have high attributes in one regard. Um, they're dynamic, they're at their athletes. Uh, you know what I mean? Cause to be able yeah. to do these things that are, you know, flashy or gimmicky, um, and like not have a rest of your game and still have it work sometimes that requires a lot of uh, horsepower wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, it's not an attractive skill set even in terms of athleticism. It's a very specific sort of athletic skill set that those fighters tend to have.
0: Mm-hmm. So that's kind of why it, the term is being floated around with the uh, Yuri Prohatska, who's two and zero in the UFC now, uh, Ryzen champ, and and now he's like a legit contender. But you know when he first debuted, people were unsure of where he fit in into this whole uh, dichotomy if there is one um, i guess it's partially because you know he is winning you know very it's very dependent on the attributes the way he wins um it seems low percentage because he's like getting rocked and like <laughs> all over the place and you know, it, it's very unique the way he's approaching it he does gimmicky things um we talked about in the podcast this week that like a lot of the hand waving and like distractions there's a lot of trickery to his striking which isn't technically what they'll teach you to do but like if you can come up with a bunch of tricks that you know go ahead it'll work um but you know it's not it's not very typical so i think just because it's unique it's kind of crazy um the way he's doing it also his entire aesthetic about him and like what he says and it's all very funny um and very unique and wacky so i think uh like quirky stuff like that like that's that's memes and like literally there are memes about him so i think maybe (laughs) fighter who you can make a lot of memes about is something that people might see as what a meme fighter is but um we're gonna get into a couple of examples of fighters that either are or are not meme fighters but kind of walk this line or like have things in common but we'll do you know why they are why they aren't Uh, and then at the end we'll conclude whether or not yuri is one um because i'm not I i have an answer but i'm not entirely sure yeah, so maybe once we uh, nail down what we're thinking, we can uh, get a better idea. How's that sound?
1: Yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you could kind of go back to the classical Dawkins definition of a meme fighter as someone who just grabs a lot of attention. Um, and that tends to be in the sort of current landscape of the sport where a lot of the attention comes from like big flashy finishes that that's the sort of fighter that gets the attention. And it even uh, conforms to the other sort of traits, right? Like this sort of uh, promo quirkiness. Like, you could say Tony Ferguson in that respect, not in the fighting aspect, but in the aspect of gets attention to the media and everyone knows him for some funny reason. He follows that definition, but also it doesn't actually capture what we're talking about. So, it's a really loose definition, and I tend to only use it when it's very, very clear because there are a lot of fighters who aren't super comprehensible, who are not meme fighters, and we'll probably go through a couple of those. Yuri Prohaska, if he's not a meme fighter, he's probably one of those. What did you call him? Uh, someone who's not super comprehensible but still has yeah. you know, yeah. good ideas.
0: Yeah. When we all right so let's start with this. So when we first introduced the topic to our panel who has not joined us <laughs> we were like who wants to talk about this and then the people that are available were like I'm confused or I'm you know drunk and asleep. Um, <laughs> guess guess who each of those is. You can't. Um but uh Dan Albert is one of them and he was like oh like is yoel romero a meme fighter because i did this whole article about him how he is you know incomprehensible and i tried to comprehend him and it was hard and it broke his brain (laughs) but he did it um but yeah so like that's a fighter that does not have a typical process he has his own process he has one it's just not something that makes perfect sense it's just but he knows what he's doing um so is it that uh so let's start there my opinion no it's not that because there's a prerequisite like not even getting into anything complicated, there's just a prerequisite in my mind. If you're like high skilled in a lot of areas, you're you're not a meme fighter. Yeah, you know, you're just a good fighter who's weird, right?
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I think Yel Romero has a lot of the outward qualities of a meme fighter without actually being one. Uh, he's super jacked, which is probably the important one. Oh Because yeah. you know people turn like Michelle uh, Michelle Pereira into like an instant meme fighter as soon as they see him. Um, so he's super jacked. He does weird stuff. Uh, and a lot of the success in fights is contained like small periods of time, so people can take that as being a meme fighter and the, the success he's fight, He's not a round-winning fighter, and that tends to be the kind of way in which people define that, right? You're either the kind of fighter who consistently puts out volume and wins rounds and knows that they're, they're in command of a fight at all times, a Max Holloway or Volkanovsky, those are the opposite of meme fighters. But Yo Romero, he, his success is often contained to, like, minutes of a fight, and those are the minutes in which he finishes those fights. The issue there is that within those minutes, he's not Uriah Hall. Uh, he's not, I don't know, Volkan Uzdemir, who's landing... I mean, I guess we're spoiling the picks we're making for meme fighters. But <laughs> he's not those fighters who kind of rely on weird things to happen for him to win. He's doing very real, very smart things. So, for instance, Rockhold is a good example, right? Luke Rockhold wasn't necessarily winning the fight going into the third round, but he was competitive and he was putting out more volume. And Yor Romero coming out into the third round, like, one or two minutes in, knocked him out. But... Despite the fact that Rockhold was looking good, it was still, you could see the reeves that Joe Romero put mm-hmm. into it. Uh, he was jabbing Rockhold up, moving in, and that third round in particular was just a jabbing clinic in a very conventional, orthodox, intelligent, skilled way. And I don't think that you're going to see that from a fighter who I'd consider a meme fighter. So even aside from a performance like Romero Adesanya or Romero Whitaker too, you could look at a classical Romero performance and see like a grain of process there. And I think it's, there's something similar with someone like Brian Ortega. Right? If you look at Ortega That's who I
0: was gonna bring up because you said no yeah. process and like losing rounds I'm like oh I know a guy
1: <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sorry to steal it but Ortega is there someone in a similar sort of mold who you could see the sort of process that he's doing in any sort of specific fight where he's jabbing guys and he's hitting the body and he's pressuring and enforcing his pace incredibly effectively but he's not winning the rounds in the process so the way that people sort of look at a one round is a 100% round for one person and a lost round is a zero percent round for you. That's not generally how it works, but if you're losing rounds until you win, there are two possibilities. One, you're a meme fighter in that instance, or two, you've actually come up with something very smart. And Brian Ortega has consistently been the second one. So those are two examples that might look like meme fighters in a lot of ways, but it's tricky when you can actually see the things that they're trying to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. If they're if they're winning by virtue of normal fighting things, just you know when they decide to do things and um yeah you know, just just honestly it's it's usually something like that where <laughs> where they don't really uh, you know it, it's the the classic definition of process is like are they constantly doing things to build towards their win, or do they take some time to you know just play defense and that let that build towards their win by making reads and uh programming certain attacks and, you know getting getting ready for something you know what I mean like that's totally different yeah. um so I think that will bring us into our first example of a meme fighter, and uh, an argument that we had way back when this happened, um, about whether or not a a finish was truly a meme finish or not, um, I think the definition is random. You know, how random was this, and how often is this fighter doing things that are only going to work randomly, but they don't really, there's nothing behind it that is, like, them ensuring that it's going to work better than the last time they did it, um, you know, it's funny is I just thought of another example that I'll bring up later uh okay I'll tell you now <laughs> we haven't <laughs> talked about this in forever uh Travis Brown versus Overeem oh he he made the read to hit him with that that kick straight through the guard uh then he did it like five more times <laughs> is that a mean finish or is that just Overeem just being well no because to for for that to work you know, there has to be some sort of failing with the other fighter um yeah. so wh- where do you rank that on on the scale
1: I mean, I haven't seen the fight in quite a while, but Overeem was kind of killing him uh, up Oh, Overeem was, had him, like, yeah.
0: finished pretty much in the beginning. Yeah,
1: knees to the body and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that would be a meme finish. It would just be Brown doing something good for once, which can be confused as a meme finish.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, it, it's weird. <laughs> like, I think you could consider a lot of things meme finishes that are, like, based on... Like, for instance, uh, Yaya Rodriguez versus Korean Zombie, right? People point to Yaya Rodriguez yeah. hitting that spinning elbow earlier in the fight and sure you could point to that but you could also point to the fact that there's no reason that that should ever land ever on anyone and the fact that it did isn't really something that you made a read on it you just flicked it out a second time after flicking out the first time without any connective tissue in between and brown overing wasn't that because as you said you could see the way that he was building towards it it's just not something that i trust happen again given how he was finished earlier so there's, there are a ton of distinctions we're drawing here, but there's a difference between like a low percentage finish and a meme finish. Um, something like uh, Conor McGregor versus Olu, right? I wouldn't call that a meme finish necessarily, even if I don't think it happened 99 out of a hundred times that fight played out. Even if I don't think Conor wins that fight most of the time, it's not a meme finish because you could see the way that it yeah, happened. that
0: wasn't a low a... percentage technique for him to hit. That's a very normal counter for him to hit. It's yeah. just kind of random that it happened in the first 13 seconds. Yeah, the fact but... that it
1: was a finish is kind of bizarre.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's all that's all circumstantial. Um, but yeah, the one that I was leading into, sorry, we haven't really talked about any besides the KZ, yeah, <laughs> your elbow, but Johnny Walker. So Johnny Walker is like one of the purest examples of a meme fighter. Uh, the proof is that when you've seen him in stretches of fights that aren't just like random chaos, he looks really bad, um, yeah. like at, at skills of MMA. Like he's not not, not good at any of those things. Uh, his his boxing is not good and defensively or offensively. Uh, it doesn't really. He has specific techniques that he can do hard, but he doesn't really have any skill set with regard to any individual component of MMA. Um, yet, he's won some fights in the UFC over fighters who do have skill sets, and even ones that have you know good attributes too. It's not just like he's like beating up fat people. Um, you know nothing. Not to say that fat people can't be good fighters, um, but they can. <laughs> it's just like, you know, they're not punching bags. Like These are people that do have you know, things to, to be feared. Um, so let's go through. I mean, like Khalil Roundtree, despite not being a good winner um, and not having good cardio or anything like that, he's had some good-looking striking performances in the UFC. Like, he's capable. Uh, obviously, he's dangerous uh, as a yeah. striker. Um, Misha Surkinov, you know, Pretty decent top player, uh, definitely a grappling threat. Uh, which even Ryan Span, I would say, is someone that like <laughs> has a decent amount of skill for this division at and attributes. Yeah, um, but he beat those people, and he's much worse than them. So um, that 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 shows you a little bit something. So I think the the thing that allows him to win in kind of a random fashion is he has he has a lot of power, um, and he's capable of you know generating a lot of force. So let's focus on the Misha Serkinov fight. Uh, flying knee finish in thirty seconds. Um, the debate that occurred afterward, because for some reason this isn't a private chat. For some reason, people were really keen on defending Johnny Walker. I'm not really <laughs> sure what the purpose of that was, but it was happening. Um, it, it was whether or not the the knee was completely flukish and random, and there was no setup, and he just jumped in the air and it you know it, it landed because Serkinov was there, um, or you know. Did did he set it up somehow? <laughs> like, did he see something? Uh, do you remember that well enough to? Uh, obviously, I know what your opinion was at the time, but do you remember that?
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember the discussion, but I also think that people kind of overplay the value of just randomly fainting and not really doing anything with like the. Specific That's right. Actions. He does a lot
0: of like milling and like s- similar. You know, not even close to the same way that Yuri does it, but he throws his hands out a lot. Yeah, I just, just look incredible. how confusing I'm being.
1: <laughs> yeah, like, at the very least, Prohaska uses it to pressure and at mm-hmm. least create openings for strikes, like, in a somewhat specific manner. I know there's a clip going around of, like, Yuri drawing a guy's hands out to front kick him, which you mentioned on the podcast. That's the kind of thing that we haven't seen Johnny Walker do, and he did not do that in the, in the Serkinov fight. Uh, Serkinov was just kind of not ready for a big flying knee, and Walker hit him with a big flying knee. Um, it's not a read that Walker made, necessarily, it's just that we haven't seen Walker build on any sort of process, and it's tough to trust that he saw an opening that was there in a thirty-second fight when no defensive ten- no defensive tendencies have been established. So you know it's not like you know it's not even he f- you don't need to like faint and hit someone for it to be a setup necessarily. You could see like how they react to things and like mix up the, the leads, but that's not something that Walker. It's not like he played it off a body kick or anything. It's just weird stuff.
0: Yeah, and like it's not like uh, Rose Weili Zhang for for instance. That's one where like yeah it happened really quickly. Not much had happened before that to to point to a setup, but you know there was documented tendencies and then afterward, Rose said, like, Yeah, we saw these things also that's a championship level fight where there's gonna be a lot of scouting. yeah um, so you can expect that kind of thing. This was seemed pretty random, and then, like the Khalil Roundtree fight, I'm not really sure what led up to it, but he just you know drilled him with an elbow off the double collar tie, I believe, and you know that was Khalil kind of letting him do it. <laughs> Right? He had his hands yeah, down, he's walking much. into him.
1: Yeah, he was just pushing hard. He was, like, keeping his posture up really hard to... Pushing um, on his hips, maybe? Yeah, I think it was... Um, he had Walker against the fence, uh, but he was in the double-collar tie. He was keeping his posture really upright to not get knee And then um, Walker just collapsed the frame and walked him into the elbow, which is, like, a thing that you can do. Good fighters do it all the time. It's just... Like, I'd say that was probably his least mean finish. It's just also not something that I'd expect to be replicable at a high level um, and the rest of, like that's the thing one mean finish or one low percentage finish doesn't define a fighter necessarily but the fact that Walker's kept doing it in the same way and has lost every time he's had an extended fight is uh, pretty damning
0: yeah so I, I think my, my verdict with, with Johnny Walker is he's a fighter that's fun I'm putting that in air quotes you can't see because <laughs> it's audio but there's there's air quotes I'm not going to say quote unquote I, it's, it feels unnatural to me um <laughs> uh he's he's supposed to be fun people people find him fun because he gets these big knockouts and he does the worm um i think that doing the worm is definitely part of it um yeah that's like when people picture like i think a casual mma fan they want to see someone get knocked out and they want to see some other crazy stuff happen and he does both of those things um so there you go but they don't care or know like what a good fighter looks like or anything like that. It's like the guy won by a big impressive knockout so he's good right um yep. he's done it multiple times so he must be good he's a good striker he knocks people out um but he's not it's not true uh, <laughs> That that's the thing is like their whole thing seems to be look i'm fun look how much fun we're having watching me um but they don't have anything else to offer so it's really hollow uh and it's like okay this is working because the fighters that you're doing this against have some pretty clear deficiencies that's allowing this to happen to them even though some of them are like trying to be good fighters they just they have a big enough hole where you can just do one thing and it'll work uh there's gonna be people that will argue with you and say like well that's that's their fault uh and if they are doing that and it's working then they're good and you can't deny it and like that's crazy um they're lucky they're lucky that other fighters aren't good enough (laughs) and it's not like they're good, but they could be better, it's like the level is a lot lower than it is in other divisions where this is allowed to happen. Can you think of any meme fighters below Welterweight?
1: Uh, I mean, actually Lando Venata but he has been losing a lot.
0: And he was, like, skill-wise, a, a lot better <laughs> than all the yeah. guys that we're going to mention.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> he's a meme fighter relative to Lightweight and relative to John McDessie, for instance. Like, there's a pretty huge gulf there. But other than that, he's still shown things that Johnny Walker hasn't in mm-hmm. early rounds so also, like, that's also a college
0: wrestler to.
1: yeah that's something <laughs> so, like he has skill sets just not yeah. really particularly good despite that and even not particularly good as a it's a decent skill set of light heavyweight
0: yeah because the next guy i'm going to mention is michelle Pereira. Is, is that how it's pronounced i don't know
1: yeah, i think it's just Pereira, but i don't know
0: the backflip guy so <laughs> first of all i think he's better than johnny walker I think he's a better no. fighter than Johnny Walker because when he's not doing flips and stuff, he actually has a couple of weapons that are normal and like replicable and that you can use without, you know, using all of his energy that are, aren't that bad. Like his his front snap kick is actually, it looks hard <laughs> and he lands it on people and, um, he's, his uh rear straight. He can throw it, uh, pretty tight and, and has a lot of power. So that's a guy with like super high attributes. Um, yeah. But also actually has some normal weapons mixed into um, everything else, but the problem is most of his look on fun, flashy stuff isn't even like an offensive move. yeah, it's dumb. it's just <laughs> it's just him show voting. <laughs> so you're like, oh man, this is uh quite the spectacle, but' he, he's not even fighting at that point, right?
1: yeah, he's just it's a gymnastics routine. yeah, yeah. like I that's, mean,
0: that's negative fighting like that's worse than John a. Walker just randomly throwing a flying knee, but at the same time like. He he has a deeper skill set than Johnny Walker. It's very confusing.
1: Yeah, it's like he's not really trying to win all that hard in a lot of his fights. Um, That's I think. Worse. <laughs> yeah, you could see a fight. So I've only watched the Pereira versus Chaos Williams fight once, and like by once I mean half of it because it was just dreadful. Um, and he did kind of box up Jalimi Mediah, but Zalimi Mediah was also like the worst guy in the UFC at this point. Oh no! Uh, just absolutely awful, terrible. Uh, does nothing well, so, you know, like, there shouldn't be a big skill cut between Pereira and that sort of dude, so, I mean, you kind of have to consider a meme fighter relative to their opposition, but, yeah, I think is pretty, like, the definition of a meme fighter in a lot of these fights, you can look at the Tristan Connolly fight, where is not even a particularly great uh, featherweight, he went to featherweight, right? Yeah. Um, it's wild, Connolly was on, like, six days' notice and fought up a welterweight, um, but Conley isn't even a particularly great featherweight. And just kind of survive until Pereira blew himself out. So that's the definition of a meme fighter. Where you, If you can't kill a guy in a couple of seconds, um, and you need, like, that's all you need to kill the person, but you also can't really win rounds or do anything else with it. That's the definition. And uh, Connolly didn't look like a great fighter in that fight, but all he needed was a little bit of durability, and Pereira just unraveled.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I think those are both meme fighters. Uh, it's not a good thing. Um, yeah. But they definitely the UFC likes them. you like them a lot and that's kind of the entire system of the contender series is can you produce viral moments? Um, can you do yeah. things that are gonna be good for ratings or that we can use for advertisement or or what have you? They love their contender series people and Dana White like, clearly signs them based on how memeable, how marketable is the finish of your fight like very rarely is it like Two fighters just put on a good, skilled performance, and then that either of them gets signed. It happens less often than the, the, the fun knockout people, right?
1: Yeah, it'd be something like... Um, the, the reason that contender series fighters are so notably failures in the UFC, uh, and it's a thing that we've noted in the group chat at least a lot, is that you're signing guys based on singular performances, one, and two, the regionals have such large gulfs in quality, that even the better guy among those isn't necessarily that great, and you need to be able to evaluate the performance, not just the finish in a way that Dana White isn't particularly capable of. Uh, so that's why you get, like, the guy who got um, elbowed by Spike Carlisle. he came right off the Contender Series uh, with an elbow knock, uh, I think it was an elbow knockout or a flying knee knockout of some other dude, um, and that's he wasn't very good, or else he wouldn't have lost to Spike Carlisle in the way that he did. Um T. Edwards was another one where he got head kicked by Don Madge and just dominated in Dennis Bermudez's final fight. Uh, there are a lot of examples of guys getting really flashy, fun finishes in contender series, but those aren't representative of how they'll fight in other fights, like, by definition. And on the other side, there are guys like Brendan Loughnan, uh, who just went to PFL and knocked out the GOAT, Moraes. Uh and he did not get signed despite a fairly strong performance through three rounds against a, a really solid opponent, in Bill Algeo. So... It's tricky. Uh, Contender Series is just, like, for all we say about The Ultimate Fighter, it is going to weed out meme fighters in some fashion. Because you have to win multiple fights to win that. And to stay in it. Uh, And, you know, you're training with better fighters who might actually introduce some level of process. Although it's tougher in like such a short span of time. But Contender Series is just, it's a tiny glimpse of what you can do. And the fighters who can make that happen, like, you can bring something non-representative to their game, it's not really going to help you in the long run.
0: Is Kevin Holland a meme fighter?
1: Uh, I mean, that's a weird one. Because his
0: meme is basically that he says and does funny things. It doesn't have that much to do with his fighting, although it did in his debut. His debut looked like he was gonna be a meme fighter, right? Because he was, like, doing flying Omoplata counter- and Like, things that were just, yeah. like, look how fun this is, but, like, I don't think he really thought it was going to help him finish the fight, or uh, it, yeah. it wasn't really working. He was just putting himself on bottom against Thiago Santos, uh, which is how he lost. But I don't know. How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, it's weird because we've seen Kevin Holland win fights, in like we know what Kevin Holland is good at. If that makes sense. Right. Uh, and I don't know if he's particularly Punchy. good at any of it, but in a manner of speaking, yeah, he's a kind of a long range puncher type who can jab and straight sometimes and throw, like, long kicks. And that's an actual skill set that he's not completely terrible at, relative to the rest of middleweight. So I don't think I'd call him a meme fighter in the sense that we've been calling Johnny Walker a meme fighter, where, you know, someone like... I think Holland would beat someone like Joaquin Buckley relatively consistently the way that he beat him the first time. Or, um, who else? Uh, Well, okay, there are meme finishes for Kevin Holland, like Jack Array. But, as I said, um, one meme finish doesn't make a meme fighter. So, I don't know. I don't think I would... It's just that he's a meme in other ways.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But people, people like him for the meme. I don't think they actually care about his fighting. So that, I think that might edge him closer to that category, but he has, I don't know, hard to say if he has enough to offer to fully escape, you know, via criteria. Um, (laughs) it might have to be a deeper discussion, but I don't like talking about Kevin Holland. We have to do it too much, way too much, disproportionate amount of Kevin Holland discussion for sure. Um, who else? Who else is a main fighter? There aren't that many in the UFC, luckily.
1: Yeah, that's weird. You kind of have to think of. It. I think um, Volkan Uzdemir used to be one, uh, like he right after being the Jimmy one, finish. Yeah, that's the thing. Like after the Manuela finish, he could. He had the um a couple of losses, I think, and then he fought uh, Ilija Tifey and put on a fairly comprehensive performance there. But so. even
0: like at his base, like as a as a striker, he he could do some things. Like, did you see that his debut? Right, it was a uh, OSP. OSP. Yeah. Like, he I mean, just, I just, like, Beat him by being a fairly competent striker.
1: Well, he did rob him, so there was that.
0: Well, well.
1: (laughs) I mean, if you have to rob Osp, who is in himself edging closer to being a main fighter, it's what's saving
0: him from not being one.
1: I mean, the kind of the Jones fight, and that he gave Jones some trouble just by being on the outside and kicking, and the fact that he kicks people sometimes. Like it, I don't know. Like his gimmick is definitely Levon Flucho, but the fact that he does other things, even if it's like one other thing, and it's backstep encounters. For light heavyweight, he's not a meme fighter. In a different division, he might be, I guess. Right. Um, but Vulcan, for a second, he was the guy with like a random six-inch punch. That,
0: that's an important distinction for for your division. It's yeah. Do you meet the baseline prerequisite skill for your division to not? Because if like uh, if Michelle Pe- Paehera, I don't know how to say it. Um, I'm usually good with, with Portuguese, but not this time. Um, <laughs> if he was a heavyweight, for instance, and everything else was the same, uh, he'd be. Uh, Above okay. average skill for yeah. the division, I'd say, um, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, obviously sure. a heavyweight would get tired sooner doing all that stuff, so it wouldn't really be the same. But if you like toned it down a little bit, just like like a couple cartwheels and such per round, <laughs> you know one one moonsault per fight. That I think he could get the same sort of appeal. It also, uh, it might even work better because the time that he hits people really hard, they it might knock them out. Um, you know.
1: Yeah, that's true. You
0: know, I got Danny uh, Roberts, didn't he?
1: Yeah, he did. That was his debut, but... Uh, that's sad. That's that was the guy a who's
0: trying thing. trying his best.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Danny Roberts does some things. He's just oh, not very good, particularly. <laughs> um, anyone else? I can't really think of too well, many. What I was
0: going to ask, and you brought up uh, OSP, which uh, I, you know, good good uh, segue. I was going to ask, what it, what is a meme submission? What do we count as that? And what are some examples of ones that have happened?
1: Had uh, them? Really? Uh, that's the thing. Uh, a meme fighter like OSP has a signature submission that you could call a meme submission, and it's a very specific submission that he's managed to force, uh, which is bizarre. the The Von Flue choke is guys grabbing onto the head when uh, his opponent is passed to side control, and you just you know trap the arm and choke him out with their shoulder. Uh, OSP managed to force it. Kind of makes me think it isn't a meme submission, but the right. fact that he's a meme fighter and he's made it his signature submission, and the fact he wasn't that just it's like most... I'm going to
0: try this. It's like no, he's good at that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it's also a thing where he's mostly doing it against guys he's way bigger than, um, Oleg Seishuk and o- Yushin Okami. So that's something where, like, a big guy who's not particularly great at something might be able to force something janky on guys that isn't necessarily consistent against better competition. So I don't know. Uh, a meme submission, I'd consider something that's, like, against the run of play, but that, again, could just be something like, I don't know. I wouldn't call, like, Louis Volkov a meme knockout just because it happened against the run of play. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a really Lewis bizarre topic. Fighter? I don't. At this point, I don't think so.
0: Because I honestly like skill, like just co- decent competency. I, I think with his with his style, like he, he definitely knows what he's doing, um. Yeah. And his there there is a process actually.
1: Um, yeah. The weird thing with it's not Lewis, a smart one, but it is one. Yeah. The weird thing with Lewis is that they pretty much every mean fighter needs a great amount of dynamism to to fight the way that they do, just because their fighting is, as I said, limited to certain moments, and to make those moments count, you need to be closer to, like, a Derek Lewis than a Max Holloway, even if one of them is way, way better. Um, but, you know, just in terms of style, one is better for being a mean fighter than another. But a lot of fighters who do rely on their dynamism aren't mean fighters. And your marathon example that we brought up, relative to his division, I don't think Derek Lewis is a mean fighter, just because, you know, we've seen him consistently apply the sort of... Uh, I'm going to do the air quotes thing, pocket boxing, that he does. Mm-hmm. Um He's done it at a reasonably consistent... And we saw against Curtis Blades, right? He had a breed and he executed on it. That wasn't a meme finish. It was just something that he figured out. Uh, I wouldn't call him a meme fighter just because of that. It's just that in a different division, he'd definitely be one.
0: Yeah. I don't know. There really aren't that many. That's the good thing.
1: Um, yeah, that's the thing. Eventually, they have to show that they're not a meme fighter or they just wash out of the UFC because they're bad.
0: hmm Yeah, you can, only, you can only get away with it so many times. That kind of proves the point that these people are. Because, you know... They'd, they'd still be here if they weren't. Yeah. Um, so the fact that there aren't too many that have stuck around the UFC that kind of proves the theory. Um, so the reason we brought this up was because we are talking about Yuri Prohaska this week. I think we basically, you can tell um, <laughs> by everything we said, that we're going to say he's not a meme fighter. And I think a very important thing that was said early on is uh, we're talking about the hand-waving, and you said, oh, you know, Yuri does it to pressure. Well, there you go right there. He's a pressure fighter. That is his style. He has an approach. He has a thing that he does. Everything works towards the goal of pressuring. Um, he's, a, he's a regular fighter in that, in that sense. It's just the way he goes about it is very goofy. Um, but he, 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 he has a yeah. game. You know what I mean? I, I think the common factor for all these other guys is they, they don't have that. Like There isn't actually anything going on deeper. It's just like they're trying stuff um whereas yuri definitely has a game he has an approach he has skills that build towards the approach his his attributes are applied towards it it's not just like athletic did a jump you know
1: (laughs) yeah uh the way that we so about a year-ish ago somewhere between like i don't know 18 months ago to six months ago um me danny and julian uh did a podcast on what is a good fighter and the way that we kind of concluded i think was that how good is your process and how has it been tested uh, and Yuri Prochaska kind of passes that in that we've seen his processes strengths and their flaws. Uh, he's open on the counter pretty much all the time because of his footwork. Um, he's not particularly great defensively, even if he does have some looks that people kind of read too much into. But not being good defensively, like pretty much every fighter in MMA is not good defensively. Uh, that doesn't make you a main fighter if you have some sort of offensive process. And we have seen Yuri Prochaska have a fairly strong one for like heavyweight. Uh, you can attack a guard fairly well. He hits the body when guys are shelling up. You can cut the cage with that. Um, He's solid on the counter, we've seen that, and uh, he's a defined pressure fighter who can use that to enforce his pace and just gas guys out and eventually find a shot. Is it a a very athletically dependent style, a a style that relies a lot on dynamism? Of course it is. But a lot of guys who are much better than Yuri Prohaska also have those sorts of, quote-unquote, limitations. So, yeah, it's tough for me to conclude that is a meme fighter. I think he's... A fighter who is more poised to have meme finishes than other fighters. Like, you know, we saw uh, the Dominic Reyes finish was one that, in the, in the classical sense of, is going to be a thing everywhere and everyone's going to know it. Uh, Prohasco Reyes was that finish. But it also came by way of a, a solid process, something that we've seen Reyes struggle with before uh, <laughs> to that effect. Uh, so it's tough for me to just discount him in that way, even if I don't think he's as classically good as people think he is. He's a, he's a classical fighter, in a sense.
0: Did this term even exist before Johnny Walker?
1: I don't. I, did it? Did it exist before we used it?
0: I don't know. Did we invent this? I don't <laughs> think. We, did we? I don't know.
1: We might have. I've never heard it outside of our circle.
0: Yeah, I didn't hear it until people in our circle. But who? I don't know who said it first, or it was where probably it came me. I'm very from. Smart. We'll investigate to see where this came from. Like, because <laughs> maybe someone deserves credit for this. Because I, I, I do not recall I'm ever hearing it, it before it. Johnny Walker
1: yeah i mean i think most of like every fighter that we got really frustrated at because they beat someone better it's a term that we would have used um <laughs> but you know i feel like the first one is just me and ryan yelling at the sky after vanada McDessie. but i don't know it's a it's an interesting term
0: yeah i think we we use mean finish mean knockout like way yeah. more often mean punch <laughs> mean kick um Definitely. so yeah i guess we'll guess we'll be in- including that uh, in future podcasts if something is one this is great we're always building out our foundations and our concepts uh all our different you know modules in, in our discussions <laughs> uh i don't know why i went with modules modules because i'm using it's canvas a good word. oh yeah
1: <laughs> <It's> my <laughs> academic
0: work coming through yeah. Um, yeah that doesn't really make sense but you know we're we're taking these these longer discussions and we're bringing up the concepts that we go over in depth in as references in our in our weekly podcast and then if you're like oh what are they talking about uh we'll have a podcast on it and that'll be something you can reference and you'll have to listen to us talk for hours and hours and hours before you can understand every single word that we say you know gotta let you in on on the inner workings of our minds very complex (laughs) i would say do you have anything else that you wanted to say about this topic
1: uh, not really. I think we covered most of the well, I'd say all of the <laughs> really obvious meme fighters. Um I don't know. I think it kinda takes a larger sample size to call someone a meme fighter than people tend to use. Um, as I said, like a meme finish can happen for a good fighter and stuff just looks weird in a sport that's super underdeveloped. So, you know, like calling Prohaska a meme fighter as soon as the Uzdemir fight happened is just something bizarre to do. But on the other hand, you can kind of just tell a meme fighter by their staying powers, we mentioned. So, you know, someone like Uriah Hall, for instance, we called him a meme fighter, and he definitely was earlier in his career. But uh, now he's sort of developed a little bit and become a not meme fighter. So, change is possible and never stop improving.
0: That's a good motivational message. Inspiration. There. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that. You're um, but yeah, so if you hear us talk about stuff on our podcast, you're like, what, do you, what does that mean? What are you talking about? You should ask. Um, send a dm or something like that I'm like what does this mean um and if i don't want to talk about it then i'll be like oh you should uh check out patreon where you know for ten dollars and all of our higher tiers and that you can ask a podcast question that we'll cover um that's what i'll say if i don't want to answer it if i do want to answer it and i don't think it'll take too long then we can just mention it but if we feel like it's something that could be its own conversation then we'll do a separate one like this like today uh smash uh, jitsu only or a He asked me what I meant by motor, because I say motor a lot, like that guy has a good motor. And I told him, and I'm not going to tell you, because I feel like it's uh, (laughs) It's a secret. It's it's not enough for one podcast, but just, you know, I don't know. I don't have a definition prepared, but we talked about it, and it was good, good stuff. Uh, But yeah, I know a lot of people DM me about things that I say, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Um, So feel free to keep doing that. Um, I won't volunteer for, um, for the same service, but... Uh, I'm, My I'm vocabulary cool.
1: is way worse, so.
0: I am like really bad at not at like saying no to talking to people. So if you <laughs> DM me, I just I'm gonna give in, and I'm gonna answer you unless it's just really abusive, <laughs> then I probably won't. But <laughs> a little abusive is okay. Yeah, a little light abuse I can handle, but if it's just you know you don't even have a question, you're like you suck. It's like all right, back off. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so do we have anything to? advertise yeah patreon check it out
1: um, yeah the series so that's another one's gonna be coming out in a couple of days so check out all the ones that we've already done with uh, the alvarez whitaker romero 2 and uh, hendrix Lawler 1 uh with the associated commentaries if you're a patreon subscriber you can see that on video you know, the usual shtick um i don't know what else go to the website read our stuff
0: yeah buy buy our merchandise we have merchandise the links oh, are true. in in the podcast um if you ever read those they're in there and uh we're gonna have i don't psh, uh, soon we're gonna have a, a jiu-jitsu instructional coming out what i don't nice. think we've talked about that before
1: yeah yeah uh, have,
0: yeah yeah it's uh ben Cohn. uh got the services of uh, one of his coaches not marcelo garcia unfortunately that's one of his coaches but another one of his coaches <laughs> that he trains with uh has like a special grip for his guillotine and has this whole system with his guillotine and uh very interesting very unique and it's a very uh well done instructional and you'll be able to you know it'll feel like he, he's teaching you i watched it and i'm like oh i could definitely this is not hard to learn I'll, i'm like a guillotine guy though so maybe i just intuitively it came to me but um yeah that that'll be within the next few weeks i think we're just waiting on a thumbnail and we don't know how to distribute it yet not for free <laughs> don't don't expect things like that for free okay <laughs> um but it'll be available sometime soon are you going to yeah, study it for your own?
1: Yeah, Ben's learning all of it for his upcoming grappling match that he's been calling for With for Steven last... Crowder? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's going to happen, I promise.
0: Step one is Steven Crowder has to read the tweets. Step two is he will acknowledge one of the tweets and we're just going to keep building towards him accepting this match.
1: I bet um, the dude already has him muted, honestly.
0: He'll be a black belt by the time that they grab. <laughs> Alright, uh, cool.
1: Yeah. And, anything else to it. say? Yeah,
0: I'm done. Okay. Goodbye.